2: Going to come back
1: to the near side, pick six.
2: can see that out of the way, Jones. Make it to Hunter, lofted towards the end zone.
0: Hello and welcome back to Pacific Point of View. I'm Tyler Pudge. I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Colt Almodova. And we are back at
2: full strength for the first time in a couple weeks here. Colt, how was it? How was what? How was Hawaii? Yeah, I, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I mean, the ocean was kind of cold. Okay, a little colder than I remembered. But great Thanksgiving did not have a turducken,
1: but I did have stuffing, which was amazing. How was your guys Thanksgiving? Oh, it was great. That was, yeah, it was great. pretty good. Had a nice little dinner with uh, Amanda and her uh, nana, so that was nice. How yeah. was to Idaho? An,
0: Caught an early flight to Idaho, yeah. It was a good time, good time. Snow, made a snowman. Um, it was cool, it was great. Got to watch the Beeves win. Nice. Which was fantastic, um, especially for uh, brownie points around Madeline's relatives, because I didn't want to punch a hole in the wall when, when Oregon <laughs> State lost. But uh, that kind of ties into uh, what surprised. So let's talk about what surprises this week. Are you surprised? <laughs>
2: Surprised, Eddie? (laughs) If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now.
0: Alright, Cole, what surprised you from the great state of Hawaii?
2: Well, I'm gonna go to Louisiana. LSU, what happened, okay? (laughs) How did you lose to Texas A&M? You took yourselves out of the playoff a week before you played Georgia. I mean, you win this last week and you win this week. And the committee says you're in, but now we don't even have a chance for that because you lost last week.
1: Yeah, shameful performance from LSU. Can't say I, I feel too bad for them, though, to be honest. Uh, South Carolina did it again. How about that? They beat Clemson 31-30. to That was their first win over Clemson since 2013. And Clemson's ACC record 40-game home yep. winning streak was finally snapped And that game came down to special teams and a muffed punt in the final minutes because it looked like Clemson was going to have just enough time to march down the field and kick a game-winning field goal. And they muffed the punt, and South Carolina did it. Unbelievable stuff.
0: Truly unbelievable. And South Carolina also threw a pick six and had a terrible turnover at the goal line, and they still pulled out that win. So impressive. It's Cocktober and November. That's what they're saying. Huh? Huh? Well, <laughs> you look like you were gonna say something.
2: No, I was just thinking of another surprise. Uh, Mauna Loa on the Big Island uh. Uh, is erupting for the first time in 40 years. Uh, I don't think anyone going into this weekend thought that was gonna happen. Uh, so yeah, so we got a volcano eruption in Hawaii right now. But
0: believe it or not, that actually wasn't on my surprises. I I, I expect Hawaii volcanoes to explode. That's, oh really? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what they're there for. You know, Where isn't else?
1: Hawaii just volcanoes?
2: Yeah, but we don't expect <laughs> them to erupt like
1: that.
0: Uh, I mean, it's Hawaii's number one on my list of states that I think are most likely to have a volcano go off.
2: Not Yellowstone? No, Hawaii. Yellowstone's not as. What? I thought Yellowstone's supposed to erupt soon.
0: Yeah, but that's not a state. Oh, true. So that would be what Wyoming. Wyoming, I yeah, guess. I guess Wyoming, but there, that's one. You have like eighty. It's true. We Do have you, a
2: new island coming up in like two thousand years. <laughs>
0: Oh, congratulations, Colt. Yeah, maybe insane. you can put
1: a new rival there. That'd be sick.
0: Maybe that's where you can build your stadium. Finally, find some. <laughs> That'll be real Hawaii
1: stadium. State University.
0: <laughs> that would be hype. That's what you need, honestly. Um, I already mentioned it earlier. Oregon State down thirty-one ten. I was I was about as down bad as you get. Already texting in the family group chat like, ah, oh, well that sucks that we couldn't get that one. You know we won every game we should, and then all of a sudden, what a comeback by Oregon State! Unbelievable. More on that game later. And uh, I think we've talked... Oh, and also, Michigan. Michigan marches into the shoe and just does the same exact thing they did last year. And just crushes Ohio State.
2: Trashed them. Without Blake Corum.
0: Unbelievable. Corum, I think they had for the first drive, and then he realized he was hurt. And so they took him out, and they were like, here, we'll give it to this other guy with one hand, who is just going to run for a million yards. Unbelievable. You know, you know
1: what? The the big ASU transfers I'm pretty sure went Ofer this weekend. Chip Trainum played at running back for Ohio State, lost. Yep. Jaden Daniels at LSU lost. Ricky Pearsall at Florida, lost. But he lost to
0: Um, what's this? Johnny Wilson.
1: That's uh, that's so, true. So te- but technically that would no yeah. way they Okay, so both they teams. went one and three.
0: So Really, the Sun Devils won this weekend, even though we didn't. uh, unfortunately. Uh, But let's talk about who is eating their Wheaties in the Pac-12.
2: Better get your whole brain. I bet eat my Wheaties.
0: Colt, why don't we start in your corner again? Why not? I'm
2: gonna go with dat Oregon State running back, Damian Martinez. I mean, this is his sixth consecutive 100-plus yard rushing game. I mean, he's the first Beaver since Steven Jackson budge. Whoa. To do that, to run uh, for six consecutive weeks for over 100 yards. I mean, this guy's an absolute machine. The second most rushing yards by a freshman in the country uh, and was a huge part of that comeback. Who's first? Uh, I have no idea. I know he's <laughs> second.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Steven Jackson, man. That I forgot about that guy. He was like the OG Derrick Henry. That guy yeah, was huge. Steven, Steven Jackson was awesome, over. man. Is, is Oregon State's NIL collective good? Do we know? Because they're, they they got to play good defense with Damian Martinez because he could get some serious answers. Uh that's,
0: that's exactly what I'm fearful of. I'm pretty sure we have a, a decent system in place. Like, Jonathan Smith's not disconnected from right. what's up. Um, And, yes, it's one of the things that you talked about this whole season is how do we make sure USC doesn't come steal this guy? Mm-hmm. How do we make sure Georgia doesn't march in? You know, stuff like that. A terrifying thought.
1: Yeah, uh, for my Wheaties guy, this has to be a Wheaties record. Michael Penix Jr. Oh, uh, completed 58% of his 43 passes for 485 yards. He had five total touchdowns, three passing, two rushing against one of, if not the best defenses in the entire Pac 12. Unbelievable. Washington dropped 51 points on Wazoo to reclaim the Apple Cup. What a job! What a season! For Michael Penix Jr. and Kalen DeBoer and the Washington Huskies, uh, what a turnaround from last yeah. year! looking at a uh, possible Rose Bowl
0: bid, and in fact, they're favored for the Rose Bowl right now. Yeah, so if they,
1: if they didn't lose the ASU, they'd be in the playoff
0: discussion right now. That's they they'd be True. playing USC in a playoff play in play in. Yep, yeah. that's, So that's pretty unbelievable. Uh, my Week's Player of the Week, a guy that essentially locked up the Heisman this last week, Caleb Williams. Yeah. His stat line wasn't too flashy. 18-22, to 232, a touchdown. He ran for three touchdowns as well, which is pretty impressive, but only on 35 yards. But what was flashy was the way he did it. The plays he was making, the moves he was putting on, and then he did what every Heisman contender should do. He struck the Heisman pose in the yeah. sideline. That's a lock. He's minus like 2,000 to win the Heisman right now. He's a, he's a lock, especially with what Stroud did. But as we know... For every guy that you've got eating their Wheaties, there's always that one guy or group of guys, or in some cases even a coach, that's scooping up Fruit Loops mm-hmm. and eating them, getting fat and happy. Colt, who's eating their Fruit
2: Loops this week? Just uh, Stanford football. I mean, <laughs> chopping down the trees over there—it's just sad. David Shaw stepped down. Yeah, they—they uh, they got you know clapped to BYU at home. The stadium was barely 50% full.
1: Ah. Uh, and, and yeah. what little people were there were basically. BYU fans. Yeah.
2: So. I mean, this team used to be, this program used to be so relevant. I mean, you had Andrew Luck, you had Christian McCaffrey, Kevin Hogan. They were the premier
1: program in the Pac-12. Yeah. Now yeah. they're generally terrible. Yeah. Poor guys. Sad, sad fall off for Stanford, but uh, once again, in the Colorado dining hall, they were just handing out Fruit Loops mm. to the to that defensive Dang. unit. That's tough. M G. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Utah's offense. Did whatever they wanted to. I mean, they only threw 24 passes in the entire game and had 662 total yards of offense. Had 8.9 yards per carry on 43 rush attempts. And Colorado finishes the season 1-11, and their defense was pretty much dead last in just about every relevant defensive stat you yep. could find in the Pac-12.
0: And they lost their coach. That they did. And we could see another exodus in the transfer portal from there, to be honest. Um, Fruit Loops player of the week, uh, I alluded to this slightly, it's not a player, it's a coach. Dan Lanning. Dan, Hmm. let's talk about what you did this Saturday. You were up 31-10 on the verge of securing that sweet 10th win in your first year at University of Oregon. However, you went 0-5 on fourth down. 0 oh, for 5, including late game, up 3 with about 6 minutes left. You've got a 4th and 1 on your own 29. And he says, yeah, you know what? I should take my hobbled Bo Nix quarterback and have him run a quarterback keeper on a read option. Get stuffed, Oregon State scores. The momentum flips so hard in this game. Another fun fact, Oregon State threw two passes in the whole second half. It was a thing of beauty to watch, but... Even though I enjoyed every moment of it as an Oregon State fan, I just have to think, Dan, how could you not stop the running game? (laughs) We were running it every single play. And me and my dad always sarcastically say we should run every play. And we did, and it worked. So I never want to pass the ball again.
1: That was a little bit shades of the 2016 Territorial Cup when literally U of A did not throw a single pass in the second half And they rushed for, like, 400 yards on ASU and put up 50-plus points. Crazy stuff. And you know what the funniest part is? Is the Oregon fan psyche is just destroyed right now. Oh, yeah. Because another year, it's another year and another late-season collapse that absolutely derailed their season and another year where one of their top coaches gets plucked away. Yep. And they got themselves to saying that it was somehow Kenny Dillingham's fault that they lost because he was checked out because of the ASU job when literally he's not the guy going for it on fourth down. Yeah. I, it, it,
0: the game plan was working. They were up. I mean, they, they stole the momentum of that game. Joe yeah. Branson threw two picks. It was awful. Um, uh, fun fact. Uh, Dan Lanning. Okay. He has the most wins as a first-year head coach at Oregon since... Mark Helfrich. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. So uh, not exactly, well. not exactly great companies, yeah. and we'll see what happens. Um, I have some sad news, guys. We, What's we, the sad news? Well, we have some broken bulletin board material. Um, Texas did not make the Big 12 championship. Uh, poor Bevo. So they will not win the Big 12, like I predicted. And also, Minnesota chokes at the end of the year. They didn't really. Ch- they choked earlier in the year, but they're they're not going to go win the Big Ten West. So that's two missed for me. I went one for three on the year. Hayden, Oklahoma State and Baylor did not have a rematch in the Big Ten championship. So the only bulletin board material still technically alive right technically now. Technically alive. Dylan Gabriel for Heisman. Technically. Just saying, is the sticky note still up? There's a chance. I don't know. No, they took it down. That's sad. But it's on the Instagram. But it could it, still happen. It could happen. <laughs> what are the odds? So you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying there well, not really, but. Um Other news, Ohio State. I told Colt about this earlier. They put in a request. That the Rose Bowl not select them if they don't make the playoff.
1: What disrespectful to me! Yeah. That is incredibly disrespectful.
2: Who do you think you are to say I don't want to play at the granddaddy of them all? <laughs> the granddaddy?
0: They want to play in the Orange
1: Bowl, I believe. So I don't. Unbelievable! I'm, I'm confused by that. That's but awful. That reminds me of um, that. Literally, same thing happened with Oregon in like 2013 when they were nine and one going into a game against U of A and Scooby Wright. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, we we don't want to play in the Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? And they ended up losing to U of A the next week, and justice kind of served itself. So. Yeah. It, it's just weird to me. Anyways. Very
0: weird. Big Ten. Or not Big Ten. Huh? Uh, the big picture. Uh, conference Championship week, we've got a slew of games. We're going to kind of split it up between Group of Five and Power Five, but we've got some other stuff to talk about first. First, we got the college ball
1: playoff rankings. What is going on, man? What is going on? <laughs> Bama over Tennessee makes no sense. Kansas State at number ten. I don't like that. I mean, who's their who's their signature win? Is it Oklahoma State? They suck. What are they doing over Washington and Utah? It just makes no sense. And, and Oregon then, State, for that matter. And Oregon State. <laughs> where where is Oregon State? I don't even see them. we are they like, We're above Oregon. Okay, and that's you're all above that Oregon. So, okay, so head to so head matters there, but not at six and seven. Exactly. Correct. Okay. You got it. You then, got it. Man. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Utah over Washington. I, I literally read something that Boo Corrigan said the only reason they did that was because of the ASU loss, which I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. Utah lost to a crappy Florida team. Yep. But that's you know an what SEC I mean? team. Oh, see, there, uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you mentioned the head to head
2: thing. There's three examples in this playoff poll of head-to-head mattering and one example where it doesn't. We've already mentioned the 6-7 and seven, Bama, Tennessee, but they got Florida State over LSU right, they got the Oregon State one right, and they got Oregon over UCLA right. Why are we... Changing <laughs> Sorry, our, just... our standards as we get closer to the top—it's ridiculous. Eat more chicken. We got a Chick Fil A mascot oh in here. Gosh. I might oh, take that home. By the you... way, I had Chick Fil A last night for dinner—the grilled chicken club sandwich, really good. But the one on University, right across Mill—they're uh, open from 6 a.m. to midnight.
0: That's elite. That is unreal. That is unbelievable. Wow, working those people into the dirt. Um, Heisman <laughs> pick. This should be short. Caleb Heisman?
2: I got Caleb Williams, but if he gets smoked, look out for Max Duggan. True. Right. Teach
0: me how to Duggan. I like Caleb Williams as well. Coaching carousel. Oh boy! Oh, my goodness, we have so much to get through. So, you know what? I'm gonna throw the name out there. You guys give me your thoughts as quickly as as human, not humanly possible, but you know, po- Quick, okay. quick thoughts. First, we got Luke Fickle out of nowhere,
2: out of nowhere. Left
0: field. Takes the job at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It was thought they were going to secure Jim Leonard, but they're letting him walk now. So thoughts on Fickle, thoughts on Wisconsin, thoughts on them picking him over Leonard. Uh,
1: This was shocking. This is almost akin to Lincoln Riley going to USC. Maybe not quite the same magnitude, but just the complete out of the blue. I mean, Fickle is a top-tier head coach in college football. Yeah. Absolutely built up Cincinnati. Um I, home run higher. This is this on paper. This looks like an A plus. I think Luke Fickle is going to be very successful at Wisconsin. Jim Leonard, I, I could see him maybe going to if there's any defensive coordinator openings in like maybe the SEC or something. Cause yeah. I don't know if I see him going to Cincinnati. More on that later. So that'd be crazy. We, that would be a coaching trade, uh, more or less. But um, man, crazy stuff. And I love it for Wisconsin. I think he's going to be great there.
2: Uh, yeah, J.J. Watt was kind of bummed about Jim Leonard you know, not being you know, in Wisconsin and he will not be the Wisconsin head coach. Uh, he was a finalist for the Packers defensive coordinator last year. Uh, wow. So who knows, maybe the NFL. NFL calls. route. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, Luke Fickle, that came out of nowhere because I thought with Cincinnati going to the Big 12 that maybe he would stick around and actually fulfill that contract that he mm-hmm. signed. But I guess... You know, if the price is right, then you're then you're leaving for the Big Ten. Yep.
0: I mean, it's a confusing move from Wisconsin's standpoint, but I also think it's a good move. I, I thought for
1: sure Leonard was going to stay there, but then we've
0: got the one in our own backyard, Kenny Dillingham. He's yep.
1: home. Slam dunk. Just a slam dunk hire for ASU. Got the fan base excited. You're bringing a Sun Devil home. A guy who knows how to recruit here, who gets this job. He's young. He's creative. He's in tune with the current landscape. Eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. He's got, just got a million dollar donation from a donor. And during the press conference. During the press conference. And now he's filling out his staff with pretty much exclusively guys with ASU and or just Arizona ties. He got Charlie Raggle. The head coach at Idaho State <laughs> to step down and be his special teams coordinator. Crazy. Who was his high school head coach at Chaparral? He got Vince Amy, who played in the freaking Rose Bowl for ASU, and he kept Sean Aguano yeah! on board.
2: Aguano, <laughs> there we Absolute go. Absolute W. He's keeping the Hawaiian. That's all that matters. Ask me if I'm keeping Sean Aguano. I'm keeping Sean Aguano. That's all that matters for me. Fire uh, me up. Forks up, baby.
0: Yeah, awesome hire. I agree. I'm, I'm really hyped to see what he can do, and I think. One of the keys is, hey, he's a really young coach. Let's get the right guys around him. I think they're doing a great job so far. Uh, Matt Rule, (laughs) there were some whispers (laughs) Uh like near a week before this that he might be going to Nebraska. People kind of said, ah, that sounds weird. But then all of a sudden the whispers became louder and louder, and we've got Matt Rule at the Nebraska Cornhuskers.
1: Yeah, you could kind of see this one coming. Um, He's a great program builder, built up Temple, built up Baylor, It was kind of a weird match for the NFL just because Matt Rule seems like one of those, you know, program guys as opposed to like an X's and O's guy. So I think he's going to have success at Nebraska. Probably won't be the next Tom Osborne there, but I I think he'll have them consistently win an eight, nine games.
2: Well, it's a good thing that they hired Matt Rule instead of the interim based off of today's (laughs) news. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, That's all I got to say.
0: Look it
1: up on your own.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mickey Joseph was Tough. making headlines for all the wrong reasons today. I think it's a decent hire, but I could see this hire going south because the fan base is
1: not. If it does, fan base is not crazy about this hire. If Matt Rule doesn't get it done at Nebraska, uh, who does? Yeah. I mean, who do you bring in? You tried the alum. You tried a Mike Riley. You know, you tried you the tr- nice guy. You tried the nice guy. You know, Bo Pelini, the rah-rah guy, yeah. didn't work. Uh, Sabin. Literally, Nick Saban might be the only man left (laughs) on this planet to save Nebraska if Matt Rule does not succeed. Yeah, and we'll see. uh, David Shaw resigns. Mm -hmm. It was time. Long overdue, in my opinion. And some exciting candidates for the Stanford job. I think Dave Aranda is going to take that job. I I think he does. He goes back to the West Coast. He coached at Stanford. He gets it. And I feel like he had kind of a disappointing enough year at Baylor to justify... Leaving. leaving. yeah. So, if it's not Dave Aranda, I could see them going like Bronco Mendenhall maybe. Take him out of retirement. Some people are throwing Chris Peterson's name around. I saw that. Really? I saw that. Very that interesting. That would be very interesting. I could, I could low-key see That it. would be um, a home run hire. That, that would, would be, be just so awesome. That would be terrible for the Pac-12 because yes. he would instantly get Stanford back. Um, it would be good for the Pac-12 in general, but terrible yes, for all the rest it, of us. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah? Yeah. No, no, All right, that's, that's All right. awesome. Yeah. Um, Hugh Freeze, <laughs> uh, Auburn. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin.
1: You Hugh Freeze. You know, I, I gotta admit, I feel bad for the guy who who just absolutely destroyed his career by uh, tweeting out that Lane yeah. to Auburn yeah. is happening, and basically the entire SEC is coming after that guy. So that is that is not a group of people you want against you. Um, True. I think that's a good hire he wasn't amazing at Ole Miss and he oversaw a massive cheating scandal there yeah um he was great at Liberty and I think he's gonna have Auburn pretty good but again is he really better than Gus Malzahn no he's not and and and, mm, I don't know I think he'll be good he'll get them back to basically where they were under Gus Malzahn yeah yeah,
2: Hugh Freeze has got some baggage with him. I mean, also some, <laughs> of his, some of his phone calls that he's made in the past haven't been too bright either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they lost to New Mexico State this past weekend, so maybe he was just putting all his attention on Auburn.
1: How about that? I'm surprised nobody put that in their sure, surprise. that's like right. They got boat raced by New Mexico <laughs> it's unbelievable State. unbelievable, man. And you know what? The Hawaii strength of schedule continues to get better that as the true. season goes on. That, that is, is, very, that is true. very true. I mean,
2: too bad Vandy didn't beat Tennessee this weekend. Now we're really talking about strength <laughs> of
0: schedule. True. <laughs> I think of all the hires we've seen so far, I think this is the worst one. Uh, you look at really? Auburn, the way that... that their last coaching hire at Harsin, was marred with controversy, and then there was weird allegations coming out that he was sleeping with a staffer towards the end. And I think and, it was a smear job, personally. And it might have been a smear job, but still, they get rid of him, and it's like, okay, you don't want, you want to get that bad taste in your mouth. Who do you go with? You go you with freeze. a guy who, <laughs> even when he was in the SEC, he was good. He was never great, what are you doing, Auburn? I just think... And also, with all the controversy around Hugh Freeze's past, the second he has an underwhelming season or a bad season, all bets are off. They could be firing a guy two years into his contract again. I just... I hate this hire for Auburn. And it could go well. could go very well. They could win 10 games instantly with him. He could turn the program around, and then people would, would get on the freeze boat. But I just think there's too many variables here. Yeah. Like, what are you doing,
1: Auburn? Honestly a little i mean yeah i think it was kiffin or bust i mean i don't know who else who who else had their name attached to this job i mean literally nobody it was kiffin it and was lane kiffin Le- Lane
0: Kiffin leveraged that for an extension so yeah, exactly Pretty genius of him exactly
1: uh so. willie
0: taggart sadly did not pull the upset for hayden See? choked in overtime gets fired yeah. Yeah.
1: and um can we say he might be one of the worst head coaches in college football he severely underwhelmed at Oregon. He had so much left potential. Left them in the dust. <laughs> he sucked at Florida State. Yep. And couldn't win at FAU, which was literally good when he took it over. He,
0: he had such a dramatic rise and fall. The rise to getting the Oregon job and then leaving, upgrading. Literally mm-hmm. leaving and upgrading to Florida State. And then just a slow decline from Florida State back to FAU. Yeah. And now fired. <sighs> we'll see him in the NAIA, I'm sure.
1: And you know, another... Here's a firing I didn't like. I got to throw this in. Marcus Arroyo got canned I by have UNLV. I that label there. So confusing. I hate I that. I mean, that. he took over during the COVID season. That's a really rough situation in and of itself. Not to mention it's freaking UNLV. Literally the... They they, are are
0: tied for the most wins since 2013 right now.
2: What are you doing?
1: I don't know. I I don't get it, man. A program, I I, I believe, that's only
2: had like three or four bowl appearances in its entire program's history. Doesn't make sense. Uh, But yeah, last thing, Neil Brown, uh, West Virginia,
0: announced he'll be back next season. So, Neil Brown fights another day.
1: Yeah. Real Uh, quick, though, if I may. Yep. I feel like we've got to talk about Deion Sanders, though. Where's he going? I mean, he's down to Colorado, South Florida, and Cincinnati. South Florida's Trent Dilfer. That's oh, UAB. No, UAB. That's, that's, that's UAB. UAB, UAB. Which is actually another huge hire we forgot to talk about. True. Well, Trent there's so many. You just can't hit them all. But yeah. that one was unbelievable, Oh, and too. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, hired their interim they coach, They Brent by the way. Key. Yep, yep you're Brent right. Key. Good hire. Good hire. Uh, I, I kind of feel like Deion Sanders takes the Cincinnati job. The program's in place there. They're going to the Big Ten next year. And... He's going to have those Texas and Florida recruiting ties. Yep. And um, he's not going to have that at. I mean, he's going to have Texas at Colorado, but he loses his ties to the South. And South Florida is probably the most attractive for him geographically, but I think they have the lowest ceiling. So I kind of feel like Dion takes Cincinnati, and then a name thrown around for Colorado that I like is um, Ryan Walters, Illinois defensive coordinator, who's who's a finalist for the Broyles Award and he's a Colorado alum. So that could be a good fallback for the Buffs if Oregon's, they miss out on yeah, Oregon end.
0: State defensive coordinator Trent Bray snubbed for that award, but <sighs>
2: that's another <laughs> what time. What about Deion at Stanford? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I if, mean...
0: <laughs> imagine that Dion to Colorado Aranda to Stanford. That would be pretty awesome.
1: That would be really good but for
0: the Pac-12. That would be really good. Um, there, There's another thing happening. It's called the transfer portal, and it is already very active. A mm. bunch of quarterbacks. Paul Tyson... Cade McNamara, Georgia Tech quarterback Jeff Sims, Miami, Ohio quarterback, Brett Gavert, Indiana quarterback, Connor Baslack, Texas quarterback, Hudson Card and Ole Miss quarterback Luke Altmeyer, all in the portal. Yep. It is a quarterback frenzy right now.
1: Hey, shout out for putting Paul Tyson first. I mean Paul <laughs> He's Tyson. He's the
0: grandson of Bear Bryant. Yeah.
1: Um man, that is tough. Literally walked into the most open job and did he did he play a snap this year? I think he played against NAU briefly briefly yeah briefly um i think luke altmeyer is a guy that i would maybe circle for asu fans
0: come to the beavers we don't have a quarterback
1: (laughs) i could see oregon state getting um (laughs) someone else Um, yes jay butterfield maybe isn't he he in the portal jay butterfield's in the the portal
2: portal. i'll take any of the (laughs) seven (laughs) names you just mentioned you'll take paul tyson I'll take them. Wow. All right.
0: Braden Shager punched in the air right now. Also, notably, Alabama. Kyrie Jackson, Trey Sanders, and Treshawn Holden. Mm-hmm. Three pretty big recruit names entered the portal all this week. So Were those
1: Alabama guys? Alabama
0: guys. Cornerback Kyrie Jackson, <laughs> former number one running back Trey Sanders in the yep. country, and Treshawn Holden, who's a receiver.
2: I need that Paul Tyson, Joey Yellen QB room in
1: Hawaii. <laughs> Just, Just the ASU, cast ASU boys, Yeah, you know. and Another one is uh, FIU wide receiver Tyrese Chambers. You guys might remember him from last year. We were shouting him out um, because he was super underrated, but he didn't have his picture on ESPN, even though he was like tearing it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has one of the most impressive stat lines in the entire transfer portal. 1,600 career receiving yards and 13 touchdowns at FIU. And he's going to get all sorts of crazy offers. And then for ASU specifically, a couple guys also to circle. Uh, former Oregon four-star prospects, Dante Thornton, a wide receiver, yep. and running back Byron Cardwell. they uh, couple guys. lost some dudes. Yeah, They've lost some dudes. Hey, Kenny Dillingham, their OC now at ASU. Who knows? It's uh, true. Minnesota we'll DB, them. Steven Ortiz Jr. He was a former four-star out of uh, Desert Ridge and Goodyear. That's another name to circle. And then last but not mm-hmm. least, An unsung guy, probably, I mean, no one's ever heard of him before. Idaho State wide receiver Xavier Gilroy, who... Future ASU player. Yeah, a couple of (laughs) his coaches were just at Idaho State, and he's absolutely torn it up in the big sky. 1,300 receiving yards and nine touchdowns in two years at Idaho State. Wow. Well, something to keep an eye on.
0: Transfer portal will be blowing up all offseason, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. But we've got some conference championship games to pick. It is conference go, championship week, and we've got the group of five here. So let's talk about each of these games, make a prediction, and a player to watch. First up, we have the CUSA conference championship game, North Texas. And this is not a neutral site game. they got to go at UTSA.
1: Well, I forgot to do the player to watch, but That's okay. circle back okay. to me for this one. Um You know, cool. start us off. UTSA,
2: fight, fight, fight. Okay, I think they're going to come into this game looking to make a statement. Because they're ranked number 23 in the AP poll. But in the college football playoff, they have no chance for the New Year's Six. That's so disrespectful. You know what? I'm going to go with Jared Sackett for UTSA. That's their kicker. (laughs) He hit a clutch field goal last weekend with four seconds left. I think you know this guy's gone 52 for 52 on PATs this year. I think this guy might be the difference down uh, down the home stretch. Uh, North Texas at UTSA, very interesting. Um, let's sink.
0: Uh, who UTSA last year, right? They were absolutely rolling, mm-hmm. and then they lost a really weird UTSA game. Colt, do you remember who that was too? Was that uh Houston? No. It was to North Texas. Oh Houston's in the American. Uh North, <laughs> North Texas. So give me North Texas. Give me the mean green. I think they've got something figured out. This year, they played UTSA and they barely lost by like four late in the season. I like them to win this game. Player to watch Frank Harris. He's pretty electric for UTSA.
1: Yeah. Give me UTSA all day. I was gonna say uh Frank Harris, their quarterback, but no, there you go. since you picked him, let's go wide receiver Zachary Franklin, who has Let's see. Almost a thousand receiving yards. He's like forty yards away from a thousand. So well, if he has a nice game, he could get over the hump. Good stuff. Next we've got the Mac championship game, Toledo versus Ohio. This game is always so random every year, <laughs> and I feel like it's always like a seven and five versus eight and four team. Toledo lost their
0: last two Mac games
1: to yeah. end the year. <laughs> that's that's tough. Actually, Toledo is according to the ESPN matchup predictor, has a better chance of winning this game. I have Ohio put down, but you know what? Let's go Toledo. The MAC is random. It makes no sense. Yep. Uh, A player to look out for in this game. Let's go Toledo's quarterback, uh, Daquan Finn. That is an excellent name. Daquan Finn is going to do just enough to lead the Rockets. To the MAC title. Toledo started out hot,
2: okay, but they fell off the past two weeks. Two bad losses Bowling Green and Western Michigan. I believe Western Thanks. Michigan just fired their coach. Ohio's on a seven game win streak. I'm going to go with C. Bangura, I believe, is Ohio's <laughs> running back. Okay, he was the MAC freshman of the year. This guy is pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, um, give me Ohio. I like Ohio. I like the Bobcats. like the vibes they've had this year. Wide receiver Jacoby Jones. He has the most yards per reception Kobe on Jones. Ohio. So um, some explosive plays coming from him. Look out for him to make some uh, excitement happen. If not, the there's going to be
2: more Ohio memes. if they, yes. they That lose. one is
0: a neutral site game, by the way. I don't know where it is, though. Uh, uh, I think it's in Detroit, Lions Stadium. That makes sense? Yeah. Actually, that sounds familiar. Uh, next up, we have Coastal Carolina. This one is a true road game at Troy
1: in the Sunbelt Championship mm-hmm. game. This game, I have this circled actually as one of the most important conference championship games in the entire slate. It's more important than the SEC championship game. What, what, whoa. Yes, because if Georgia loses to LSU, they're still getting in, and LSU's not getting in. So And Coastal Carolina at Troy? Well, for uh, the ramifications, oh, oh, okay. like the New Year's Six ramifications okay, are okay, larger okay. in this game than the SEC Championship game. Uh, I think this game boils down to how Grayson McCall plays for Coastal Carolina and Carolina. 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 <laughs> Carolina. Coastal
0: Carolina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't think he's going to play well enough, and Troy wins the Sun Belt wow. and is going to make a very fine case for that New Year's sixth spot. Wow. So, you think
2: Troy will come out of nowhere and join these college football playoff rankings and somehow top the UCF Tulane game? Yeah. Not so necessarily. There's a chance.
1: There's a chance, but I mean, they'll have a better record than UCF if they win. But you know what? Troy doesn't have the resume. They don't have a big win, so I guess not.
2: Don't care. Men of Troy are going to win. <laughs> okay. Coastal lost to JMU last week. That was a bad loss. Troy hasn't lost in September. Okay. Yeah. Troy running back, Kimani Vidal. Okay. He, he's rushed wow. for over a thousand yards this year. He'll run for over a thousand this week.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, Coastal Carolina just lost a, re- a really ugly game, 47 to 7 to James Madison. It's because huh? Grayson McCall was out. Oh. Okay. If Grayson McCall is back for this game, there Troy go. is going to be done at half. Grayson McCall is a what? bad man. Get him out there. Give me Coastal. I got the Chanticleers winning this one. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> number 22, Central Florida, in a neutral site against number 18, Tulane. And uh, winner of this game is probably going to get the New Year's Six bid, unless Hayden's dream
1: comes to fruition. Hmm. And Hawaii makes the New yeah, Year's Six. I,
2: I've got Coastal UC... Carolina's number one. <laughs> yes. <Okay.
1: laughs> the Chanticleers. Uh, UCF. Cool. <laughs> Give me UCF over Tulane. Um, oh. Again, just another random kind of upset. And I do believe if I I do believe the winner of this game will be the New Year's six pick. Even though it would be cool to have Troy in there just to get some fresh blood. UCF once again they're kind of the new Boise State right now. Yeah. Uh, John Reese Plumley of course had eight carries for 133 yards and two touchdowns. He leads UCF in both passing and rushing. He's a game changer. Give me the Knights. Bang.
2: Man, UCF very sus game last week versus <laughs> USF. Okay, you almost lost to a team that's like one in ten or one in eleven.
1: They did almost beat Florida at the beginning of the year. That is USF.
2: true. But when they need it, the Knights come up clutch. Okay. And I think Gus Malzahn gets it done big. He is the most important guy on this team. I agree, Gus Malzahn, most important guy. I think the Gus
0: bus continues to roll. I mean. Hammering the Gus bus hasn't hurt us once all year, so I'm going to keep hammering it. Go Central Florida. Good for Tulane, though. I mean, Tulane's basically our mascot. We all picked against them. That's kind of sad, actually. Uh, Next up, we have Fresno State at Boise State. It's the I lost to Oregon State Invitational in the Mountain West game. Um, Who you got? It's going to be on the blue turf.
1: Yeah. Mm. This is a battle of two good running backs. You got Mims for Fresno State, Holani for Boise State, Mm. of course – Fresno State has the better quarterback with Jake Hainer, Hold but on. but it is easier said than done going onto the blue turf and beating Boise State. Fresno State did do it a couple years ago. They did it in 2018 in the snow. It's because it wasn't blue. It was disguised by the snow. Yeah, so give me Boise State in this game. Broncos, once again, head to L.A.
2: Fresno State is a completely different team. When Jake Hayner's out on that field, I got Fresno State winning this one. Woo! Uh, go Bulldogs.
0: Keep player to watch: Taylor Green of Boise State. He is an absolute beast. I learned that when we knocked out Bachmeyer in the Oregon State-Boise State game, and he brought them back within one score in that game. It's a little spooky, but uh, keep, keep an eye on him. However, I think Fresno State wins this game. I think completely different team, like you said, with um, Jay Hainer. Jay Hainer on the field, and I think they learned a lot about themselves when Hainer was out, and they actually performed and won some clutch games. So I like Fresno State to beat Boise State in this game. And uh, let's see. Let's go to. Uh, Colt's corner Hammer! For some conference championship Laka
2: KS. Colt, what is your record this year? Oh, like 21, 22, and 2, with with 2 pushes. Yeah. All right, but this week we're going to go undefeated because it's conference championship win- week, so we have to win everything. Perfect. Okay, and so Michigan's going to cover the 16.5 versus Purdue. Okay. They're 7-4-1 and one against the spread this year. Make that 8-4-1. and one. Perfect. USC is going to cover the three points that they're getting versus Utah. I think USC's going to make a huge statement in this one. And uh, Caleb Williams, another Heisman moment again. Surely this doesn't go wrong. Yeah, surely. And then a Fresno State. I just picked them to win outright. They're getting three points. Well, I'll take the three points because they're winning the game. But that's not what's most important, Hayden. Because in honor of the World Cup and Team USA, who's in the knockout
1: round. Let's go. Hey, USA, Pulisic, USA.
2: We need a soccer quote. Okay? All right, let's hear the it. The rules of soccer are very simple. Basically, it is this. If it moves, kick it. If it doesn't move, kick it until it does.
0: Wow. Beautiful poetry there from from Cole. Thank you for La It looks like everyone in the chat was moved by that. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> let's get to the Pac-12 newsletter, uh, which doesn't exist this week because we're just going to jump right into There's the our... Power 5 Conference Championship picks plus a player to watch from each game. First one, why not? Let's start with the Pac-12. Number 11 Utah, number 4 USC in Las Vegas.
1: Player to watch in this game is actually for Utah, to Dalton Kincaid. If he's good to go, that could be a game-changer. However, a chance for USC to avenge that loss, too much firepower for the Trojans, man. They've got the Heisman yeah. you know, winner at quarterback, Jordan Addison. Uh, there's just too much. Even though they're without diet running back, give me USC in this game. I think they actually will look very impressive here, win by a couple scores, and punch their ticket to... The CFP. I'm
2: hammering USC in this one. Caleb Williams threw five tutties the last time. He'll throw ten tutties this weekend. Give me USC. Do you guys hear that in this game? What? It's a familiar melody. What? Last year,
0: Utah crushes Oregon's playoff Uh, hopes. Or at least severely hinders them in the regular season. And then, oh, they meet again in the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon's chance for revenge. What are they going to do? Oh, they get absolutely smacked again. This year, Utah... Hinders USC's playoff hopes. What do you know? They meet again. However, uh, it is slightly different because the way they had to beat USC, come from behind, go for two with everything on the line, that is just too fluky for me. And I just think USC is going to come ready to play this game. Utah's very banged up. They're, uh, Tavian Thomas, he's done. Yep. He's done at Utah. He won't play another snap at Utah. So Jaquindon Jackson, he ran for three scores and over 100 yards. He was actually pretty good. Almost gave him Wheaties against Colorado last week for Utah. Keep an eye on him, but give me the Trojans. Fight on. Me and Cole will be in Las Vegas for this one, so have fun. Let's go. Next up, we have number 10, Kansas State, playing number three, TCU, in the Dr. Pepper Big Ooh, 12 Championship. Wow. All right.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um... I don't think we're going to be lucky enough to see USC and TCU in the playoffs. Oh, Kansas man. State does the unthinkable. Well, I guess not the unthinkable because TCU.
0: <laughs> it's not that unthinkable. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're 12-0, and 0, but they're not invincible. Uh, I actually think Kansas State's going to win this game, and I could see this game, dare I say, getting ugly in the fourth quarter. I, I could see this being one of those games where you know Kansas State comes out hot, Deuce Vaughn gets going fast. Deuce Vaughn's my player to watch. Hundred plus yards last week. Oh no! Kansas State, man, <laughs> Big Twelve champions. They knock off TCU. Down go the frogs, and um, still a very respectable season. Of course, beyond respectable. I mean, just unbelievable season for Sonny Dykes in his first. They can year.
0: still make it with the loss, though.
1: They could, but highly. Un- There's no way they're they're over Ohio State. Wow, Hayden, you're wrong. TCU is invincible. <laughs> okay? Hypnoto. They do not
2: lose and no playoff committee. They're not going to lose. So stop talking about if Bama could get in. I know you guys really want Bama in this playoff, but it's not going to happen. Because TCU and Teach Me How to Duggan is going to get it done. Give me TCU.
0: Yeah, Max Duggan, my player to watch. He's been an absolute beast this year. I look for number three TCU to show up. But wait a minute. 2 AM. Turn me up. I think Kansas State marches Aww. in here. I think they beat down TCU, unfortunately. I yep. just think when this Kansas State team is playing at their full strength, they are a very, very dangerous team. And their losses this year are just bizarre. But I think you're going to get a really inspired good performance from them. Um, Kansas State, man, the what if for this year will be, like, what if we didn't absolutely choke at Texas and what if we didn't absolutely choke versus Tulane? They'd be the ones playing for a playoff spot here. But give me Kansas State. I think they win a Big 12 title. Nothing to uh, shake your head at. Uh, next up, we have the SEC championship game. That's going to fall a little more flat than it would have a week yeah, ago. Yeah, this
1: game is just, I mean, why tune into this one? There, there's literally no... It's a cold no, special. I'm not, not going to be watching Yeah, this fun. is I mean, it's not a pillow fight, but there, there are zero ramifications. I mean, if LSU wins this game... That means they're gonna be in the Sugar Bowl, maybe. So LSU um,
0: fans, it'll be like, hey, if you don't win this, you're not in
1: New year's six bowl. So yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, <laughs> Georgia, if they lose, they're they're not going anywhere. Player to watch. They'll is, drop from one to one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, J Jaman, is it Dumas? D- dumb. <laughs> d- d- dumbass. I don't want to say dumbass Johnson. <laughs> These dumbass Johnson. Um, <laughs> leads the team in sacks. He's been all over the field. He's forced to fumble this year. I could see him getting in the backfield and giving Jaden Daniels plenty of trouble in this game.
2: Yeah, Dogs are a better team, and LSU's got nothing to play for. Go back to that other screen that you had. My player to watch out for, Chaz Chambliss. I have no idea. He's a linebacker for Georgia. He hasn't He's played had, since, like, how many November tackles this 19- season? Ten, Ten. tackles in right. set. But this game's going to be such a blowout, though. He'll get playing.
1: Time. <laughs> yeah, the twos <laughs> get in.
0: All right, watch out for Harold Perkins Jr. He's a linebacker on LSU. If he makes some big plays, LSU has a chance. But they're about to get absolutely curb stomped by number one Georgia. Uh, next question. Uh, we've got Purdue <laughs> playing number two Michigan. And... Uh, I don't know if you guys knew, but the, Purdue has a bit of a nickname, a bit
1: of a reputation. That they against stuff. The spoiler makers. Yes. Mm. So keep
0: that in mind as you make your picks.
1: Yeah, no spoilers here, sadly. Uh, Michigan. Nah. <laughs> Michigan takes care of business. Um, I'm not even going to list a player uh, just because wow. I think the twos get in. Defiant wow. Hayden. Yeah, give me the me the Wolverines. breaking Hayden today.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going with Donovan Edwards. I mean, he was a oh, difference. Thank you, Colt. He was a difference last week. He's going to be, you know... The man this week, too. Michigan, though, they're peaking right now. Hopefully, they don't, like, fall off before the playoff. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's what they did last year. Um, Purdue versus Michigan. The temptation, the temptation to pick Purdue in this game, absolutely unbelievable for me. However, I will pick Michigan. Player to watch, Payne Durham for Purdue. He is a matchup nightmare. If he can expose some matchups against Michigan... Look for Jeff Brom to put together a Purdue special and beat Michigan. It's not really shocking, Michigan, because they're still in the playoff, even with a loss. But who knows? Maybe Ohio State gets above Michigan because they have a better loss if Michigan loses this. Yeah, they have a better quality loss. Um, Next up, we have number 9 Clemson versus number 23 North Carolina in the Subway
1: ACC Bowl. We've got another cold special on our hands.
2: Not watching this.
1: Yeah, I can't say I will be either. Uh, Give me Clemson, player to watch, Will Shipley. Uh, Will Shipley Mm -hmm. fumbled the ball against South Carolina. Could see him having a nice revenge game.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina to win the game, but the player to watch, DJ Uyunglele, because he's horrible, and he's going to be the reason why they lose.
0: I really want to pick North Carolina in this game because – I just, DJ was so horrific in that last game, but I think Clemson's running game and their defense is just good enough. What was DJ's stat line? I don't know. Bosky and I were, were getting into heated debates during the first like four weeks of the season because he was determined to prove that DJ was him, quote-unquote him, and a great quarterback. And the further this year has gone on, the more just horrible DJ's play has gotten. Like He has had some horrific performances and the last game was kind of the pinnacle of all that. Um, it speaks to how good Clemson's team is that they've won this many games. Like, they're like a slightly more advanced Oregon State this year.
1: It's terrible un- quarterback play, and they've. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable because they had, you know, a treasure trove of quarterbacks with Trevor Lawrence, maybe not Kelly Bryant, but uh, Deshaun Desha- Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson.
0: <laughs> yeah. He returns this week.
1: Yeah, how about that? Um, <laughs> From his leave of absence he took. Yeah, crazy how they went from like kind of borderline, not QBU, but they were right there with developing quarterbacks, and then they were. just the QB play has not been good this year. All right, so given your picks, who are your four? Give me Georgia, one, Michigan, two, USC, three, Buckeyes, four. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah, I've got chalk, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. But you know what? I like that. That's a lot of parity. we get that, I'll be so happy.
0: Hayden I've got the same one as you I've got Ohio State slipping in at four there should be there should be no path for Alabama at this point
1: you would think I <laughs> somehow the committee is trying to give them a lifeline and yeah. do you guys see those like ESPN playoff predictor percentages yeah. yes they yeah. keep putting Alabama at, like 50 percent it's ridiculous yeah. I, what's going I, on
0: the, the all-state playoff predictor today I clicked all shock and all the games meaning Michigan or TCU and USC and Michigan and Georgia all win and it, it said here are your results. Ohio State has a 51% chance what? to make playoffs. USC has a 43%. Chance. And I was like, "What? Like what is where is the logic in this?" And so they're on crack. Just don't pay attention to anything they put out there. <laughs> My goodness. That was unbelievable. Anyways, it's factor fiction time. It's been it's been one heck of a week, guys, and it's all led up to this. The uh, actually, you know who? Well, we huh? we'll be here next week so yeah, we can make our yeah, actual who- champion picks then. Um I got a little ahead of myself, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that was what I had to do. Our Pac-12 end of regular season records. Obviously, you know they'll they'll be impacted by the bowl games and the uh, conference championship game. Mm-hmm. But but here it goes. Hayden, hold on. I got to figure out what your record was last week because I didn't.
2: Oh, you guys got
1: Valpo or New Mexico State this week? Yeah, weekend. I was gonna say we didn't pick that game. Uh, oh, you're the same right. Same with Akron Buffalo. Well, that's... I also
0: have fact or fiction. Okay, well, I'll calculate that. Go ahead. Make give your analysis. Cole. I'm going Valpo.
1: Really?
2: Yeah. New Mexico State's trying to, like, I don't know, get this win so they can appeal for, like, a bowl game, even though this is another (laughs) FCS game. Now, give me Valpo.
1: (laughs) Why? I mean, the NCAA, they should have just taken the waiver. Because New Mexico State, you know, put in a waiver to try to get in. Why why are we trying to turn New Mexico State down from a bowl game? How often are you going to see them challenge? But give me New Mexico State. They get that sixth win. And for that matter, I'm going to take Buffalo to beat Akron. So. Those two teams get bowl eligible. No, nah, I'm taking Akron. That's where LeBron's
2: from.
0: Damn, they just won. They dominated. It was crazy. They beat um, New Mexico, I think, maybe. But uh, anyways, the final standings at the end of the regular season. So there's still room to, to move with bowl picks and conference championship picks. Hayden is right in the middle at 65 and 24. Colt is in first at 67 and 23 right now. Okay, <laughs> and then I am in third at sixty-three and twenty-seven. So Hayden has a two-game lead on me. Cole of has a two or one and a half game lead yep. on Hayden because Hayden missed that that one Stanford ASU game. So we're we're all right there right now. And we should have been betting on this stuff. Pretty good percentages, dare I say? Um, but yeah, let's let's do some fact or fiction. Rally says, how many five-win teams will get bowl bids?
1: I think uh, if New Mexico State and Buffalo get it, I think one or two. I heard Auburn was, like, first. I know Rice is in the mix Dang. because of their uh, their academics. Let's go, mm-hmm. Rice.
0: Rice was having a good year. It sucks that they fell off like that. Anyways, fact or fiction, Washington should be in the Pac-12 championship right now. I agree.
1: Yeah. Yes. Fact.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, fact or fiction, Valpo Val, how do you pronounce Valpo. it? Valpo. Just Valpo. Valpo. <laughs> Valpo versus New Mexico State is what college football is all about. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. you'll love to Let's see go. it. Um, that Valpo money line looking mighty tasty. Um, Factor fiction, A Utah win in the Pac-12 championship game is better for the future of the Pac-12. No, nah.
2: you gotta fiction. get in the playoff. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but then USC is about to leave, and then they'll be like, oh, well, the Pac-12, a team from the.
2: But the Pac-12 revenue that USC will get will have to be distributed ah, right amongst exactly. the current teams. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Um, Factor fiction, um, it is ironic that the Big 12 championship, which was created to give the Big 12 a better shot at the playoff, is now the final hurdle to keep the Big 12 in the playoff.
2: Yeah. yeah. Fact. <laughs> yeah. It just you, I mean, TCU better not get screwed again for Ohio State. That would be painful.
0: If, Ohio, if TCU loses an under three score game and they are not in, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I I'm going to be very upset. Because there's just no reason. Anyways, fact or fiction, a player's injury should not factor into the playoff rankings. Mm -hmm. Fact. Fact. There we go. Simple enough. Are you listening, committee? Um, Fact or fiction, USC, Michigan, TCU, Georgia, chalk at this
1: point,
2: would be the most fun group of teams in a playoff ever.
1: Since 2014, at least.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had Mariota in 2014. Yeah, that, I was pretty that, late. that
1: 2014 field was was unparalleled. It was but, pretty fun. Yeah, It was pretty fun.
0: Uh, fact or fiction, the transfer portal will get even more out of hand this offseason.
2: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go Quinn Ewers in the transfer portal. Whoa! Because that Arch Manning is coming. Quinn Ewers yeah. to Oregon State? What about to Hawaii? I would freak out. That's not
0: happening. Uh, fact or fiction, Hugh Freeze will be fired within the next three years. Fact.
1: I'm about three. I'm going to say five, so fiction. Okay, okay. I think
2: there will be another controversy with him. Oh, yeah.
1: Of course there will be. <laughs> Factor uh, of course fiction. there will
2: be.
0: Fact or fiction, Texas A&M beating LSU is actually a bad thing for Texas A&M long term because now Jimbo is going to believe his system works.
1: Yep. Yep, I agree. Dang. But it's good for college football because watching <laughs> Texas A&M be in turmoil is kind of fun. It kind of It's like the. It bonds us all together. It does.
0: Fact or fiction, Hawaii uh, needs to land a quarterback in
2: the transfer portal.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. You've
2: mentioned about like 20 different quarterbacks in America this yeah. year.
0: Cole, Can we get one of these? Let's go. 30 seconds, your best pitch to a quarterback at the
2: transfer portal. Ready, go. We are building, we are growing something. <laughs> There's a volcano erupting right now. You know why it's erupting? Because Hawaii football next year is going to be the best team in the Mountain West. Do you want to be playing for the best Come
1: to the in West. The mountain
0: <laughs> Perfect. I, I can already hear Queenie where he's dialing the phone. Um, let's go to the spelling game where, if I recall, last time Colt was on this show, he went one for two. That's not bad. And it wasn't Mickey Mouse, so that was like, it was pretty good. Colt, this is a guy whose name, I, I've given you a chance here because you may have seen his name when you were browsing through the conference championship teams. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got a receiver from Ohio. Sam? Sam. Wiglas. Oh boy. Sam. S. Yep. A. Mm-hmm. M. That's correct. Oh wow. Congratulations, Colt. Mm. You have advanced to the next name.
2: What's the last name? <clears throat> Wiglas. Wiglas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> A- uh. W. Yeah? I. That's correct. G. Yep.
0: L. Yep. A. Oh. oh, the A is incorrect. But you're doing pretty good. We got Wiglas. W I. G-L. You already got all that, yep. U. That's correct. H. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. A brutal choke at the end. It, you were pretty close. Um, it was W-I-G-L-U-S-Z. So, I mean, either way, you were probably screwed e- there. Not going to get that But,
1: hey, you know what? Valiant effort from the cold man. He's getting better. He's improving. Oh, right. Let's That's... see if you can get this one. Cal offensive lineman. C-A-L. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was easy. All yeah? right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Dylan Gemtagard.
2: Okay, Dylan. D. Yes. Y.
1: Uh, yes. Oh. Yes.
2: I I thought for sure I was pitching the D
1: I L L O N. Yeah. L. Yeah. A. Yeah. N. There you go, Dylan.
2: I got back to back first names. What's his last name?
1: Gemtagard. Gemtagard. <laughs> G. Incorrect. You're already lost. Gem. J. Incorrect. No, I correct. Sorry, my bad. My bad. What were you about to <laughs> we're, say? We're playing mind games. Okay. <laughs> Gem to guard. Yes. J J? Yes. E? Yes. M? Yes. Gem to guard. Yes. J E M T Yes. E? Yes. G? Yes. A? Yes. R? No. No. Oh! Oh! It was two A's. Oh, it was two a's. two a's. It does
0: sound like it has to It's like the the guard.
1: Like, oh, yeah. Like,
2: as guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Dings. like, no, it was
1: Z-J. No, I'm kidding. Oh. It, was, it was, yeah, J-E-M-T-E-G. A-A-R-D. Well. That's tough. Death,
0: taxes, and cold sucking and spelling. Damn it. Let's let Michael Scott take us to our outro. All I can do right now is put on a brave face and go out there and be their leader. It's over. We are screwed. Well, we've made it to the end of the show, guys.
1: Congratulations. Yep. And uh, Conference Championship Week, a very exciting time. Yes, sir. Another year. Another year with the Sun Devils on the couch this week. But uh, <laughs> one of these days, we'll get it right. Yeah, Same with yeah. the bows.
2: we will be back. You know what? Is next week the season finale of uh, Pacific Point of View? I believe, mm, I believe essentially, yeah. because
0: we'll all be gone for winter break, so we probably won't be back till after the conference championship game. So next week we'll make our championship predictions. If the bowl games are out, a yeah, decent amount of them be. will They'll be. be out. We'll, we'll pick some of the New Year's six ones, probably. Uh, Given other bowl, game. bowl games
1: too, but, yeah, yeah. Al-
0: Also the Pac-12 bowl games, and uh, yeah, I mean when we get back, the episode after that will probably be season grades, looking towards the off season, maybe looking to see what Hawaii
2: does. All right. Maybe stuff some like Christmas that. next week. No, true. there we, we go. Could do Christmas, Christmas flavor, the Christmas sh- special. Yeah, you
0: know, I could throw in some some Christmas uh, trivia for yeah,
2: next yeah, week. Let's go. I think hey, I think go. that would be
1: a welcome addition. Season like yeah, the you know defensive player of the year, and why it's uh, not someone on ASU, but we yeah. we could wait till after bowl season to do that too, if it's too much. You know, we that could, makes more sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that after the season. We can do all the the season awards, the season grades, stuff like that.
2: Well, bud, since you're the only uh, team that has a bowl game oh. coming up, where would you like to go? Um, you know, they've they've projected us to a few different places.
0: I've seen, I've seen, an one Alamo Bowl projection, or not Alamo Bowl, Holiday Bowl projection, which I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to be against a mid ACC team. Sun Bowl is also against a mid ACC team, like Wake Forest or Louisville or Duke or something. But that one I could go to, so I like the idea of that. But the one that is most heavily projected right now is the Las Vegas Bowl against an SEC team, which I love that because it'll be against, like, Florida or Kentucky or somebody that's really mid in the SEC. And I think that's just a great opportunity to get your 10th win and win against a team whose fans are obnoxious and all the national exposure. So, honestly, I really want us to get the Las Vegas Bowl right now.
1: Yeah, that's a good good bid. Um, I could even see, like, one of the Mississippi schools getting in there. Which would be still fun. be a good matchup for Oregon State, in my opinion. Um yeah, should be should be interesting. I think the only shoe in right now is like probably Washington State. Washington Boise State. State is LA Bowl one hundred percent. Yeah, Washington State LA Bowl, you'll probably see I mean really it just depends on the Pac twelve championship I, I think, game. I
0: think Oregon is
1: pretty well locked
0: into the Cotton Bowl right now. Or you think? Well, actually, I don't know, cause I just thought about Utah too. If Utah loses, they might be going to the Cotton Bowl. So it's USC or not USC. Utah, UCLA, Oregon, and Oregon State are all in the mix for for Almo, uh, Holiday, Vegas, Vegas Sun. and Sun Bowl, basically right now. So they've been bouncing around those uh, for a little bit, but yeah. but uh, Utah and Oregon seem to be consensus either Holiday or Almo. So we'll see. We'll see. It's
2: bowl season. I like it. Nice. Hawaii should get an automatic berth to the Hawaii Bowl, regardless of how their season goes. Just for ticket sales alone. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I agree. Are they playing in your high
2: school stadium? Uh, yeah.
0: That's a tough break for those yeah, teams. No,
2: 9,000 seats <laughs> for a bowl game.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I think, I think there's definite reason for optimism for both ASU and Hawaii seasons going forward. ASU, you get the guy, you get your guy. Chance with the transfer portal now in today's climate to become an instant... Instant contender in the Pac-12. And then with Hawaii, huh? you've got the Hawaii guy. You've got the guy, and he won three games. That's more than you could ask for. Well, not necessarily, but...
1: You yeah, know. I mean, I did ask for eight and five, but maybe that was a little <laughs> too ambitious. Hey, Jaden Delora just got in a fight with one of his teammates. So does Jaden Delora Come enter home. the He's transfer coming portal? He's coming And bring anyway. Rolo with him.
0: <laughs> all right, well, if that's all we got, I'm Tyler Budge. I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Cole Tomladova. And with that... We wave goodbye.
1: Going to come back to the near side, pick six.
2: Let's see that coming up the way, Jim Jones. Make it to Hunter. Loft it towards the end zone.